Hello, today is Friday, December the 4th, and you're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Core Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster, and I'm joined today by my co-hosts, Jeffrey Guy and Dwight Foster. How are you guys doing today? Very good, Dolores. Nice to have the big kahuna with us again. Oh, it's nice to be invited back. <laughs> it's always good to have you here, Dad. So, there was a pretty big announcement this week. Do you want to talk about that, Dad? Well, yeah, that's uh, that's involving the uh, grain farmers of Ontario in regards to the their wheat purchasing desk. Uh, I think, uh, did we hear that they're closing that down, Jeff? Yeah, they're no longer going to be a wheat purchaser. It wasn't, uh, I don't know how many years they've been a wheat purchaser, but there was a time when the previous wheat board was the sole purchasing desk of wheat in Ontario. I'm sure you remember that, Dwight. Yeah, well, I'm disappointed. That's that's really, I don't see that as being good news for the producers in the province. I guess their uh, their press release said there was enough uh, other commercial purchasers in the market that they were no longer re- required in the market to help give the producers a solid return on wheat. Well, I guess we're going to have to pull our socks up and pick up the slack. What do you think? Oh, I think we're more than capable of that. So that's good news. We're still accepting or purchasing wheat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're fully engaged for another year. Yep, that's for sure. So, um, yeah, not the busiest of weeks, but there's still stuff going on in the markets. What happened this week, Jeff? Every week there's markets are always going on. So this was a negative negative week for our markets, wheat included. Corn market was down about $2 for the week. Soybeans, uh, both this year and next year's crop, down $7, $8. Wheat, the uh, various wheats were down from 4 to $10. So kind of begs the question, why are the markets down? And what's the thing we talk about mostly in this podcast, or every week it seems like? I wouldn't say mostly. I Not mostly. But uh, we do uh, probably mention them every week, so that would be China. So I guess they they haven't announced any purchases this week. No, they've been really slow on soybean purchases the last uh, month, really, on soybean purchases. They're, they are buying a little bit of uh, U.S. corn, uh-huh. but uh, not enough to uh, feed the bull. Remember, we used to talk about feeding the bull. The bull, always, the bull market, the bull always needs new information to trade on. And China's purchases was feeding it before, but not anymore. But speaking of China, there was also an announcement about, I, this is a, for me, a really long story, this this story with the Huawei. They're, they announced this week, what was that, Jeff? That Well, I, I don't know if they've truly announced, they were, maybe they announced that they're talking about speculation. releasing, speculation, releasing the, the Huawei executive the CEO, uh, what's her name? Come on, what's Meng? her name, Jeff? Meng? Her... Meng, 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 Wong. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but they're talking about releasing her in uh, Vancouver. The, the U.S. government has finally got involved to help uh, to get her released because, you know, the Canadian government arrested her on behalf of the U.S. government. Yeah. Yes. And two plus years later, after many negative things from China to Canada, which includes the two uh, two people they've arrested. They say are spies. The two Michaels, isn't it? Yeah, the two Michaels. So hopefully that does get resolved. And uh, is that a good thing for us, Jeff? Or with the U.S. kind of coming in and 
I don't know. Sounds like they're taking the the honor for it. Oh, for sure. They're. Have you ever known an American that didn't want the honor? So, anyhow, hopefully we don't. A, have... This is a Canadian podcast, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. The uh, anything to get her released, which would hopefully help to normalize relations between China and Canada, is a positive. Yes. Because when she did get arrested, you know, China was not purchasing soybeans from us right at that time. And they made sure they did not purchase any soybeans going forward after that time. That's right. And they hurt our canola market and our hog market. And I can't remember them all right now. So it's anything to let's try to get some more trade going with China. Well, it's an important market. I don't care what anybody says. It's the largest consuming market in the world, and we need to be at that table. And if we're not, we're we're missing a we're missing a slice of the pie. They have 1.3 billion people, or something like that. So, a lot. So, anyhow, there. Hopefully, that will help to turn the markets, the Canadian markets, a little more positive. We said about uh, soybeans. They have not been buying soybeans. So the price of soybeans in China has actually been decreasing. It's below their 50-day moving average, which is a you know a negative sign for prices. But if prices are going down, that's also a sign that they have a big enough supply yes. in China right now. So maybe they've made enough purchases. Speculation in the market is that they're stepping back from U.S. purchases, going to wait now for the crop from South America. And so... As the soybean market in the U.S. has pulled back, Chicago's pulled back this week, this could be a sign to come that uh, we're on a downward trend. Yeah. So what about corn? So soybeans are down. Corn is down this week. Can we expect it to go continue on that trend? Or So corn has had a few purchases by China and other unnamed countries in the U.S., but they usually call them China after the fact but not enough to drive prices. Okay. So enough to stabilize prices better than soybeans, but not enough to drive prices higher. But there is still, uh, the corn price in China still is on an upward trend. So that's still a good sign that they could be importing more uh, more corn into China. So, so what do you think about uh, corn? Uh, fellows with corn in storage, Jeff, right now, do you think... They should hold on to that. I mean, it's in the bins there now. Uh, should they just leave it in the bins? Should they maybe look at forward selling some into March at this point? Like, what are your thoughts about that? If if I had a bunch of corn in a bin, should I be looking to sell some through the for winter delivery? Well, Dolores, let's look at the CBOT. What happens to the CBOT prices going forward? Well, right now they're they're pretty flat. There's no carry in our market at all, right? So it's it's hard to get excited for storing corn when you're not making a whole lot more in those forward months. Yeah, because really the carry in the market right now up to the summer months uh, is not enough to pay commercial storage. So and even if you have it stored on your own farm, you really should need to work in some costs in there for your storage, looking after it. So let's talk about, you know, uh, uh, seed sales, fertilizer sales. Maybe you would be wise to actually go ahead and sell some corn and prepay your fertilizer and seed and get a, you know, that's always a significant discount if you can buy uh, 
pay you for your prepay your seed and fertilizer. That's actually a good point, Dwight. There's definitely, I would think, more savings in there than uh, the extra money you're going to get for storing corn a few extra mm-hmm. months right now. Yeah. If everything stays the same that it is in the marketplace right now with the fairly flat uh, yeah. Chicago market. So. so anything else in the market? So any weather-related news, Jeff? Well, weather in uh, Brazil has affected soybean prices. When China quit purchasing, dry weather in South America was supporting the market. However, this week, their northern central Brazil did get some rains, and they're projecting like some very significant rains, I think even this weekend, up three, four inches in some of the main soybean-growing areas of Brazil. So that's probably a big part of the negative prices this week in soybeans with, with the lack of Chinese buying. And then they're getting some much-needed moisture in South America, especially Brazil. Argentina's remaining dry, but the the market doesn't really seem to be too concerned about that yet because they're they're just barely starting to plant in northern Argentina now. So, hmm. so it's really that. And North America, a lot of the winter wheat areas are getting dry in the U.S., but uh, hasn't really supported that uh, price very much. But it's something to look at uh, going forward. And I think away from the weather is something I wrote about this morning was our Canadian dollar. The, uh, the How high our dollar is getting right now. Yeah, what did you say? How many years has it been that it's this high? Well, this afternoon, it, this morning, it was been at its highest since October of 218. And it went higher oh. today. Oh. So it's of May of 218. But the U.S. dollar is losing value against most other currencies. That's supposed to help their exports, but it's uh, the higher Canadian dollar with some higher oil prices right now, too, is definitely going to put pressure on local bases. So you, I think going forward with this stronger dollar, we can expect to see bases decreasing to the farmers. And that would be another reason, Dwight, to uh, liquidate your crop, sell it at the very strong prices that yeah. are out there right now. So. Most people, they're not following basis the way they do the futures price. They look at the futures price and they think that's where all the money is made. But uh, you're right, the basis has a huge implication on where what the bottom dollar is. So when we talk about, so there's, you know, prices are, are good and strong and that. Uh, there are some other things in the market, uh, Dolores. What about the, what have you heard about like the, the COVID, COVID-19 and the vaccination programs? Is that going to affect our marketplace? Well, it's right. They have the vaccine out, and and it's going forward in the in the states. I, from what I've heard, it's not. We're not going to see anything till probably next summer. So, yeah, but I don't know the the theory. What do you think, Dwight? With the theory of the, with their, we're going to get over this fairly soon within the next year. Is that going to help uh, oh, our prices? Definitely, everybody. Uh, Everybody in the whole world actually will be more optimistic. The, you're going to see uh, things are going to take off. I don't know if it's going to be this month or next month, but and the UK actually they uh, they're rolling the product out right now. They're starting to vaccinate the people in the UK, so they're actually ahead of the Americans, the UK. So no, no, this is all good. Uh, if 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 it proves that this works, this will uh, this will get the economy back on the tracks. So one of the things I did mention about stronger oil prices and part of the stronger oil prices really are the the theory that the economies will get going faster going forward when these vaccinations do roll out. So 
So the real economic theory is that things will get better. Will it affect corn, soybean, wheat prices? Anybody's guess on that one. I think there's a lot of other macro things that will affect mm-hmm. it before that. And but really, it's the light at the end of the tunnel, right? Everyone's, it's been a year. <laughs> well, hopefully people will start eating beef again, too. <laughs> oh, we'll be excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> we can get behind that. <laughs> yeah. So we've had something going on. We are in December now, Dolores, but uh, what was the, the big thing we were doing in in November? We had our Movember campaign. So there is still time. So till December 15th is is when our cutoff date is to send us uh, a picture of your mustache so we can make a donation upon uh, on your behalf. So, um, yeah, we don't have our total results yet, but I can tell you we are over three grand, which is absolutely wow. phenomenal. I, I, when we started this, I would have never imagined that we had get to that point. Thank so. you. Thank you. Thank you yes. to everybody who has donated towards that. Of course, that's very near and dear to me at this stage of my life and for everybody that has grown a mustache and thought about it you know i i want to thank you very much we're going to donate fifty dollars on your behalf for everybody every one of our customers what is that dolores or so anyone any one of our employees or customers that grew a mustache um we're donating fifty dollars to the colorectal cancer foundation and we've had some people fairly far away that are away at university sending pictures that's right that they've uh, grown a mustache and uh, we should announce to dolores that uh, donations are still being accepted on the website they are there's a link on our website to make a donation and uh, appreciate everybody that has made one and anybody that would like to make one going forward yeah, that's very good. Yes, thank you. Thank you. It's an overwhelming support, So, and it's been great for us in the office. It means so much to us and, and to everyone at North Core Greens. So thank you very much for your generosity. So I think that pretty much wraps up this week. We will be back next week, and I uh, hope everyone has a good weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Oh, actually, one one of the big things we didn't even say is that we still are accepting corn. Oh, yes, People fair. still are combining. The dryer ran this week. It will be running again next week. Bring on the crops, people. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for now.